0: Wowzers. Boy, oh boy, do we have a treat for you today, dear listener. Uh, here on Inspirado Projecto, I have had the wonderful pleasure of interviewing Blythe Baines, musician, Deirdre Koval, precognitive. They both are students. Teachers and implementers of something called Reality Transurfing by Vadim Zeeland. This man is still alive. Uh, it, it, reality Transurfing encompasses remote viewing, astral projection, uh, leaping between dimensions, time and space continuums, and realities that one would never expect to exist. And, and he... <laughs> You, you're gonna hear all about it in this in this interview, and uh, yeah, that's all I could say about that. Here we go.
1: This is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto.
0: Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? Has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it. Please, right now, make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh uh your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm Hey.
2: Hi. Good. I was just having to figure out how to get into the podcast. <laughs> oh, it, it's, I know. It's a little, it's a little tricky
0: uh, sometimes. Um, now, do you, do you have a good uh, internet connection over there? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Um, gosh, this is, this is just so exciting that, uh, that we're able to talk about reality transurfing because ever since you mentioned, um, ever since you mentioned, let's see, you t- you brought up the book. Let's see, let's see. In reality transurfing in seventy-eight days. I saw you mention that in one of the mm-hmm. the uh, after Zoom after parties. right? And uh, so I've I've had that link open on my on my computer, uh, and I started reading it last night. And um, it does it seem to because because I know that Zeland has a bunch of different reality transurfing books, right? Right. Does he have a whole series? And Hi there. So my, Hi. my friend Blythe, she just joined us right now. Sorry, Blythe, the the, uh, the the internet connection cut out earlier, but now we got Deirdre um on the on the line here. Perfect. Uh, so I I really was so excited because because Blythe was the one who first told me about reality transurfing, and then Deirdre when. We had that Zoom after party during the Harmonic Convergence and you brought that up. I thought, oh my gosh, I know what that is. This is so great, you know, someone who's actively utilizing this. And then I thought, okay, my dream would be able to get these ladies talking, you know, talking shop about their experiences (laughs) with Reality Transurfing, because it's not, you know, this is not uh, information that's really talked about out there in the world.
2: No, it's not. Um, It's new to a lot of people. Um, and uh, when you were asking me about his books, um, the 78 Days is a short synopsis of the trans surfing. So you can actually learn to do it in 78 Days versus the 600-page book.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, now,
2: Blythe, you were talking about that there's another book that he wrote that you've also
0: been reading and, and implementing. What was the name of that one?
1: Um, This is the, I think it's called Tufty the Priestess. And it's just, yeah, basically a method of... Um, you know of manifestation and I've found it to be very useful and and you know just as good as you know it obviously implements a lot of the principles of reality transfer thing
2: yes I have that book also that's awesome and there's another book that's not by um New Zealand which is written by a friend of mine named Brian Scott um which is the reality revolution I'll have to check that out
0: to you, Dre, you, say you you shared that um you shared that meditation and is that so did you meet Brian Scott through a I get this idea that maybe you're part of a reality transurfing like a, a group of people who participate in this or is that how you met him or
2: Yes, it's a group of people that participate in it. Um and so he releases meditations and has a a podcast. Um so we do group meditations every week, and um, he um, also does insights and um, reads, you know, in his podcast, he does different, um, covers different areas also that um, actually enhance your use of reality transurfing.
0: So, so. How long have you been involved with this, Deirdre, with Reality Transurfing? Well, first of all, how did you hear about it? And then how long have you been finding yourself implementing these tactics?
2: Um, I came across Reality Transurfing on my own, not realizing that there's an intuitive side, you know. And so I was teaching myself. For the past several years, these techniques, but I was coming up with them through intuition. And then I came across um, my friend, Brian Scott. And it was like, oh, I know exactly what you guys are doing. I've been doing this. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. and And how comforting is that to know that you've found a community of people who are, you know, this is just their language. This is just you know, you get a bunch of sports fans together; they're talking sports statistics. You get a bunch of reality transurfing people together; they're talking about their their astounding, you know, revelations and explorations through time and space continuums. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, and it's it's inspiring because there's times when everybody. Um, feels like they're alone and it's like oh we understand what you're going through there's another person that does reality trans too whose name is Renee Garcia and she has reality tv she's the one that um does works with Vadim Zilam in the United States and um promotes reality trans surfing. so she has a whole other podcast and a Facebook group on um on facebook on uh reality trans
0: oh wow so he's still around
2: yes he is in oh, fact he comes cool. on her, he's he comes on her show sometimes he has oh, some that's... articles on uh medium that he's written that's fantastic that's cool
0: that he's out there talking about this stuff and and uh and keeping people aware of of this information now, Blythe, how the heck did you come across reality transurfing?
1: Okay, so I think that I found out about it from probably Aaron Dowdy on YouTube. Um, he's a you know a spiritual YouTuber. Um, you know he's talked a lot about you know the law of attraction, manifestation, just you know raising your spiritual vibration, all this kind of stuff. Um, and then one day he started talking about reality transurfing and. I was like, this sounds really interesting. So I went on Amazon and I ordered the book and I got it and I was just, you know, transfixed by it. It was just, you know, such interesting information and it was such a new take on everything. So I was super excited to find it.
0: So how soon after you found the book did you start implementing these tactics and and seeing results? Oh,
2: basically immediately.
1: Basically immediately. Um... I think I, you know, I had mentioned before, before the call got cut off, um, that, um, even with situations with friends that, you know, had gone awry in the past, I was able to kind of transmute those situations with Reality Transurfing, Uh um, and that's when I really realized its power.
0: And so, and since then, you've been utilizing this for your music career, haven't you?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I, I use it in many different areas of my life, but um, that's one of them, and that's been, you know, it's been super useful there. I know that I definitely um, utilized it this one time that I basically, I had, um, you know, put out the intention to um, be played on the radio this one time. And I had visualized it and everything. And I, you know, just kind of, you know, again, detached myself from the pendulum of like really, you know, thinking that it was hard um, and just really kind of lowered the level of importance. And then, yeah, I meditated on that, the idea of that, um, of being on the radio. And then the next day at like 4 p.m., I get this email saying, hey, your song has been chosen to be in this thing that was basically a contest where for four days they played it um, and then they would have a vote. And then whoever, you know, there were two different songs, mine and some other girls. um, And then there was a vote and whoever won would get on the Friday um, hot list list. show. And I ended up winning. And it was just so crazy because, yeah, it was kind of, you know, exactly what I had envisioned. And I think at that time, this was the biggest radio station that I had been on. and, yeah, it was amazing. It totally works.
0: <laughs> I love that when you hear stories like this no no deirdre you've you've had in our email exchanges and what I've seen in the in the in the zoom hangouts you um so you you talking about how you work for uh, a lawyer who who deals with accidents. Yes, and you're able to kind of bring yourself to to that spot, to that accident, and and you're able to kind of see the details and and settle a lot of things out of court,
2: huh? Yeah, Um, I'm able to also, through Reality Transurfing, you can also access the Akashic Records. And um, so I'm able to use um, my intuitive gifts to act, went on, and um, so... I also have a degree in, you know, yeah. in, it's really funny, um, veterinary technology. So I can read medical charts and um, I know how to um, look at studies and see the information. So I'm able and I'm guided, you know, by, the, by source to actually find the pertinent information and write a legal brief that um, shows what occurred in that instance. So that our clients are able to get the best um, result for their case. I mean, I've proven strange things like an auto accident can take out a pacemaker. Wow. Astounding
0: astounding now what are these people i mean that must be quite baffling to them when you go hey guess what i know what secrets you're trying to hide here during this accident and who's lying and i saw you know you were busy texting and is you you know like are they what 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 are their what are the reactions to
2: that um well basically we don't go into the negative side of it like I, you know i saw that um we go into what actually occurred in the accident and um when you put out like the positive side like Mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. person was walking down the road and you were driving down the road and you hit him from behind and you catapulted him into the ditch Um, you know, you struck him with the mirror, there's his head hit the windshield because there's a spider web, you know, of where his head struck it Um, people can pretty much be astounded by how you write it and how it's worded, you know so it's a descriptive way to present it so that they don't really have any other legal recourse but to I- agree to a settlement
0: <laughs> wow did have they want i mean have has uh, <laughs> gosh i got so many questions okay so first of all how long did it take before your your uh your the guy that you work for um before he was able to fully uh embrace your your magical powers? <laughs>
2: Um, he told me I was the only person that he had that has been able to actually read those and come from a medical background to know about like, um, one client had multiple sclerosis. So, um, how an accident can actually multiple sclerosis. So, um, he basically told me that, um, he was grateful and amazed at my ability to be able to approach it from this side because he's never had anybody that worked for him um, before being able to do that and I mean the guy I mean my boss has shown his gratitude in ways like paying off my car and you know giving me bonuses like this last week I'm working from home right now because of COVID-19 and you know he calls me and says come to the office i left you a package and there's a, a new pen, pentax camera there um since i started working for him i've gone um five dollar raise you know um so uh, rally transferring definitely works um you know i i he's kind of sometimes he's a little difficult to work with because he's older he's 70 so his idea of how physics work is no longer the actual way physics physics (laughs) works so you know I I used to be frustrated because I would have to I would call him to talk to him about a case and he would be like only wanting to talk about what was going through his mind and not me trying to get across to him what problem I was dealing with so recently I just started um sending it to him you know cognitively through consciousness you know I'm like I'm gonna try it this way right so it took him three days to call me and what I was telling him would have never been something he would have accepted on the telephone right so it took me three days of sending it to him in consciousness for him to call me and tell me he was gonna do what I was wanting him to do
0: oh wow 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 now okay so so for instance you just you brought up the the idea of um, accessing the, the Akashic records what what's the process uh, um, before you reality transfer are you setting an, an intention um, to access those uh, are you uh, listening to binaural beats
2: how what might be the process that you go through to do that um, I set an intention um, I also I'm a I'm precognitive. I've been that way all my life. So, um, and I do remote viewing. So, I also use remote viewing to be able to do this. So, um, uh, basically, I um, set the intention, I do a meditation, and I go into a meditative state where I'm able to actually um, access um, and see what goes on you know sometimes you, i you see it sometimes i sense it um sometimes it's well i'm writing it it'll just um you'll channel it
0: <laughs> i mean this is this is incredible i mean so so uh, let's see what are the visuals that you're experiencing when you go into the ak the akashic records
2: Um, sometimes I'll see it as a replay. Um, a lot of times I, I basically sense it and then I, it's kind of like not so much a visual sometimes, sometimes it's just a knowing of what occurred. I've, I've had strange things though. Like one day I was working out in my yard and, um, I saw where I live and there was this hedge in front of it right And I thought that was really interesting the thought came to my mind this would be really beautiful I saw this beautiful hedge right and I'm talking to the neighbor across the street one day and um he's like yeah he goes he'd lived here for 40 years he goes when I first moved in 40 years ago there used to be a hedge in front of there incredible incredible so,
0: Blythe, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, when you when you use when you use your reality transurfing, uh, are you seeing visuals? Are you getting uh, uh, mostly just vibes? Are you what what kind of helps you get for the state?
1: I mean, for me, I think I use it mostly for manifestation. Um, but honestly, I am good at um, picking up on kind of like uh, things that people are trying to hide. Like I'm, I've gotten very good at picking up on that. Um, And I think that, you know, again, part of it is just the mental setting of believing that, like, secrets can't really be kept from me. Um, But, yeah, what I do to kind of get in the state is I do meditate before. I try to meditate every single day. um, And, you know, I kind of put out my intentions and everything. Um, I make sure that everything is kind of, like, leveled in terms of, again, like, the importance and everything. Um... And then yeah, again lately I've been using the Tufty Priestess technique and I've found that that's just such a valuable technique and they talk about, you know, visualizing the plate um, kind of like behind the head Um, and I think that that's such an interesting uh, way of of doing things and like kind of programming uh, what you want there. and yeah it's kind of yeah what I've been doing lately and I've been finding that it is working for sure
2: right so part of that is visualization when you're using um, trans surfing and what it actually does is it enhances um, it gives you the scientific basis and the tools to actually do the law of attraction mm-hmm. and part of it is um, you know actually putting yourself in the, the place of what it feels like to actually achieve those goals or what you're trying to manifest and it's an intention not a hope you put out into the universe it's an actual intention and then you know towards manifestation it's not just like okay I'm putting this hope out into the universe and then I'm gonna sit back and wait for it to happen
1: yeah
0: um, it, it's so interesting because in this, in, in Blyce we were talking about this earlier. So in, in this in this one, I'm reading here about the 78 days. It's really cool how it's talked about how the mirror is, you know, sort of representing. It's no different than just a little dot on the paper. It's 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 it you know represents infinity. The fact that all these possibilities already exist and <laughs> it's already there, and so it's just whether we want to become a, a, in alignment with that or not. It's like, it's rather like, Oh my gosh, I hope that thing way over there makes it make it makes its way all the way over here. It's more of, you know what, this is what I'm, this is kind of the train track that I'm kind of getting on and, and that's the direction we're going. Um, so what, like, what are, let's see, I, I can imagine that, that as you continue to, um, um, strengthen that, that trust in, in just in diving into that and, and manifesting things, I can imagine that, it probably happens faster and faster, right? Do the manifestations happen faster?
1: I mean, for some things, definitely, especially when you gain confidence in one specific area. But one thing that I've found really um, helpful as an affirmation is, um, you know, saying this is the reality in which this happens for me, like, you know, and you say a specific thing because that, again, affirms that you are on that track, that you're that person.
0: So is it kind of a uh, uh, is it kind of um, I'm getting this uh, this image sort of like it, it's your future self who is already there and maybe this is just
2: right. Um, you can
0: you know actually the use your the pedestal. akashic records
2: for that also because there is multiple realities that you have the ability to tap into. So in meditation, you can also access your higher self, um, the ability to access you know because I. The funny part of was in my case, when I was younger, I was looking at going to school to be, you know, a paralegal, but I didn't. So um, my boss hired me because I had other skills and I could do this. Right. And so now it's like, okay, I know in the past I had an alternate reality where I actually did this. So I just tapped into that reality to do my current job because I'm gain the knowledge from this alternative reality by making it Align with the one I'm currently in right now.
0: Wow! How incredible. I get you. I get the image of like you know you can't really hug someone unless you open up your arms to them. So it's kind of like, uh, I imagine it's like we're inviting it. We're going, hey, look, you know what? Uh, we already know how to do this.
2: <laughs> you know, so
0: let's, uh, you know, I'm I'm inviting you here to my space to so we can work on this together. Uh, so. Blythe, do you, in your songs, do you find yourself utilizing um, any of these techniques, uh, any of these uh, this knowledge to kind of uh, uh, fuse it into the lyrics or or uh, or the sounds? I mean, I
1: definitely think that my lyrics, in a lot of ways, are very channeled because I do kind of go into a state where I'm not thinking at all when I write. It's just, you know, I'll tell my producer Carter my manager Carter he's you know both my producer and my manager I'll tell him um you know I just want something with this specific vibe and then he'll start constructing the beat um and I'll kind of just go into a mental space where I I do feel like it's channeling and I do feel like the only thing that's important for me in that time is to like intend for something good to come and for me to connect to the source of all creation and Mm -hmm. I think that's really how creativity can kind of like trickle down um through you is through really connecting and just um you know intending that you get something good to to write
0: now have you been finding that putting out sort of that uh i mentioned kind of like a beacon uh so to speak um do you find that you are... Are you getting feedback from people who are sort of uh, uh, aligned Oh, definitely,
1: with, definitely.
0: You know, cosmic...
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Um, a lot of the people that are attracted to my music are already on that sort of, you know, level of consciousness where they're into astrology, they're into, um, you know, meditation, all this kind of stuff, and they're resonating with what I'm singing because... They feel like this is a lifestyle that they are part of. And unfortunately, I don't think there's enough music that's on that level of consciousness that's, you know, mainstream enough for it to be relatable. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with my music is give those types of people who are at that higher level of consciousness um, something to relate to. Because I know that, you know, when people are really into spirituality, you know, it can become your whole entire life. And uh, when everything on the mainstream is just kind of about, um, you know, like cars and women and all this kind of stuff, um, I think the spiritual minded people really can't connect with that. And so I just wanted to make something that um, had mainstream appeal, but that was at that higher level of consciousness so that people could still, you know, enjoy music when they're, like, you know, going out with their friends to, like, a party or something, which, you know, I don't know when that's going to happen again because of coronavirus, but, um, you know, they can still have that kind of a feeling, but with the uh, lyrics being programmed in a kind of higher consciousness type of way where, um, you know, I want the best for all of my listeners. Like, I want to be programming them with, like, positive affirmations of them being valuable um, you know them being connected to source them being able to create their futures all this kind of stuff like I don't want it to be any kind of negative programming
2: and you know what That's she's awesome. talking about too is actually in the book 78 Days of Reality Transurfing and it it's about how to get other people to um, go along with your intentions and it's basically about Tapping into what's important to that person, and um, when you do that, then they in turn want to help you manifest your intention. Even though they are not necessarily knowing that that's what you're doing, that's what occurs.
0: Astounding! That's amazing. Now, wh- okay, so so dear uh, um, you had mentioned, <laughs> and this is like just it just explodes my brain during the during the Zoom after party. You had, well, first let me back this up. With, with your reality transferring and, and getting more into this sort of, you know, um, um, being in this cosmic quantum leaping mindset, do you feel that by doing that, that has um, uh, invited the sort of paranormal experiences, the uh, UFO paranormal experiences that you've had?
2: Um, I believe I have a science background and and so, um, I've seen a lot of different things even beyond, you know, discussing, like seeing the portal. Um, and I experienced them with people who are with me. So it's really interesting. I'm like, did you see that? And they're like, yes. Uh, 15, and he was learning to drive, and he got into a car accident, and um, he, uh... sorry about that, I did turn that on notifications, and it did shut it down, so um, anyway, we literally watched the airbags form out of pixels in a car accident, and I said to him, um, did you see that, and he's like laughing, he goes, yeah, he goes, I saw it, and I punched my air." The whole accident happened in slow motion. in time and space we are outside of time and space and I've seen that occur several times where um things that have happened to me are outside I have had um so much time to get something done and I literally that I need help and literally stepped outside of time and space where I, if something that would have taken me more than a date. I was um, I had like three, I had like three extra hours when I was at the end of the day. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe this because my boss was flabbergasted. He said, how did you get this all done in one time? And I was like, well, I literally knew that I had to access and take myself out of time. So I literally thought that in my mind. And so, but there's been other instances too, where I know that I've seen things that have been outside of time. There was in space, you know, I was a lot of things. I know I have angels because there was another time I was with my son's girlfriend and we were in a car and there was a whole bunch of water on the road and you were going to hydroplane. There was no way to stop. And I drove around. I decided I was going to drive, go to the ditch. Right. And like my car is literally facing towards a tree. And I'm like, well, there's a tree. My car turned 90 degrees. And was then facing the same um, direction as the road. But there's a sign in the middle of where we're at. Right. And I looked at Kelly and I'm like, there's a sign. right? We passed through the sign. The sign came up on the backside of my car and Kelly and I are both looking in the we rearview mirror, laughing. Right. And, um, She's like, I'll drive with you anytime. And so, you know, I, and it's happened several times with other people in the car where it's like, if you're open to the fact that how um, the universe really works, that there's a space um, pass through. Um, it's kind of like what they talk about in where where Jesus and he and they talk about him walking through a wall well if we can match that frequency we have the ability to do that but it's belief that that is um possible then and you can match that frequency you can actually literally do those things
0: wow I just imagine how cool that would be to have you know i'm sure this has gone through many people's brains a a community you know a village of people who all understand these concepts and could you just imagine just how highly vibrational that community would be and the inventions that would come out of that and i mean my gosh that would just be so cool i mean because with with this i can imagine that you could probably meet other people in the With, for instance, Deirdre or or Blythe, either one of you two, have you been able to meet sort of uh, uh, other people on that astral plane where you made that agreement and you go, okay, cool, we're going to meet out of time or we're going to meet here um, at the Egyptian pyramids? You know, I don't know where it may be, but you go, okay, we're going to meet there. And then you and then you both are aware of this.
2: I we've done it in in quantum jumps um, as a group on the reality revolution. I've also done it with a group of people I taught to do astral projection.
0: What okay, what's that like? What 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 did you visualize in your brain with 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 all of the people? Did you go, "Okay, we're going to visualize this" Uh, uh, this mountaintop, we're going to, you know, this is the place we're going to meet at. We're going to meet on Pluto. <laughs> where, what, what did you pick as a spot um, to do that? Well,
2: when we picked the actual Hall of Records where the Akashic Records were, when we've done the Jumps, and we've done other places too, like um, the um, Pleasure Palace. Um, there's different places that you can actually meet, and, and your soul knows where they are. Um, when I was teaching people to astral project we were all laying down and so we were actually going into the astral plane which they're just basically learning so they don't know where to go but I also discovered you can actually help people come out of their astral bodies if they're afraid when we were doing it as a group you know I would just literally walk over to them and give them my hand and they would literally stand up out of their bodies so that was a way for them to actually get past the place where they weren't um Afraid. Or you know, that there was a fear of, or them not being able to do it. If they actually saw you and you extended your hand, they would just release and, and allow their their self to come out of their bodies, you know. So um you can you can set a place that you want to meet and your soul knows where it is. It's all it's kind of like with remote viewing. You could technically give somebody coordinates and they could show up there.
0: Wow. So okay so for instance with with your when you when you saw that UFO um, uh, mm-hmm. outside your outside your window during the mm-hmm. the, uh, the Zoom after party w- have you have you attempted to astro project into those ships or or or, or, transurf or you know any other techniques
2: to go whoop okay I'm b- blasting out of this here and going whoop, I'm blasting I there. haven't tried that but I do know it, you have the potential to remote view and do that I know that the CIA remote viewed Mars
0: whoa, and what do you know that they discovered Um,
2: They saw buildings, they went even back in time on Mars, Um, and they saw that prior civilization, they saw really tall, um, skinny, uh, tall people that were thin, um, and they saw that these people were sitting and waiting for them to come back because it was after um, Mars' atmosphere and stuff had been destroyed and so they saw these buildings they went to several places on mars and um so they there was a group of them on it to basically be able to um, uh, try to save the civilization and there were some people that were left there on mars and so there's a whole remote viewing where they saw these huge pyramids. They went inside the buildings. Um, it's actually been released under the CIA's Freedom of Information Act under Stargate.
0: Incredible. Now, Blythe, have you found yourself with uh, astral projection stories? Have you been able to? Um, project? I,
1: I only have a couple of uh, stories of astral travel. Um, And they've all kind of happened accidentally and not intentionally. Um, But I've definitely had some very strange uh, experiences with, like, seeing the grid. Um, I don't know if you guys have experiences with, like, seeing the grid, but I had just been, Mm -hmm. like, reading a book. Um, It was called, like, The Sophia Code um and i was in this meditative state and i kind of became the consciousness of the room right um and i started seeing this grid and i'm like this is so strange like literally you know like i've never done any like drugs and i'm seeing you know a grid in front of me and i'm like holy cow it was yeah. it's yeah. the
2: alternative space they call it the zero point field um the void Wow, yes. yeah. And that's where I go to when I do my meditations and stuff. We because that from the alternative space or from the time. You're literally out of time. You're, you're you're existing in a spot that's outside of time. So that's the actual space that you can create anything out of.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I remember when I found that book, it was called The Sophia Code. Um, I was like, I don't know what exactly this is. It might be totally hokey, but it might be real. And I started doing these activation codes. And whatever it was, it ended up working because I had never been in that state of consciousness before. And it was just so uh, totally crazy to realize that that was something that was possible for me.
0: Wow. Okay. So once, uh, once you okay um um i'm imagining that once you get really familiar with these these places and and you're not going oh my gosh what you know what's on the other what's what's in the unknown here but you you become so familiar with that language um and that relationship with that stuff with the grid and all these other extraordinary things we're talking about here once once you become familiar with that do you find that it inspires you to like to go even further it's kind of like when you first start riding the bike you're like oh, oh, oh and then you get balanced and you're like oh now i'm gonna pop a wheelie you know oh now i'm gonna go over a ramp do, do you find yourself like stretching further and farther and going, okay well let's see let's try it let's test um it.
2: i've done it as a group meditation on uh, where we did the conversation in the afternoon it still continues they have a group called the conversation where um we did a layered meditation where there was only like 12 people on at that time so everybody lists um said an intention that they wanted for their life you know and um as far as the awakening and then what we wanted as the planet and then um we a- i led them through a meditation where we activated our macabas and the plat and we literally jumped into that reality and so you can do it as a group you can send an attention as a single person but you know it was amazing to do it as a group to hear the other people literally say that when they sent that energy out they could literally feel the energy going out to the future as to what we were creating individually and they could sense it that they'd never been able to feel the connection before because you actually have to Um, with reality trans surfing you have to align your heart and your mind because if they're not in alignment then your intention isn't you're going to take yourself out of the intention because your emotions and other things are going to contradict your thoughts what you're trying to what you're intending so um you actually have to align your taurus field which um once you connect your taurus field from that you're able to connect to every other um proton and electron in the whole universe so from that heart space you're able to connect with every other person and everything else within reality so from there you're actually able to um like it's like a wormhole to other realities wow
0: it's astounding so Okay, so now, now I wonder about this. Okay, because we, there are all these infinite possibilities. There are all those, you know, all these infinite possibilities. Um, when, let's see. When, when you're speaking of everybody putting out the intention for, uh, you know, for humanity and the planet. And all these wonderful, wonderful intentions. Um, let's see. What... Is this an intention for, let's see, how, since, since there are infinite possibilities and infinite, you know, all these different things, wh- which which are those intentions intended for? Like, is it one of those things where you're like, OK, we're putting out these intentions. So no matter which decisions I ever make in the future, it will always hold true um, that. That that this wonderful intention for humanity and the planet is going to come to fruition. I don't even know if I asked well, that question what, correctly,
2: but yeah, what occurs is um, because we're all connected into consciousness. Um, when a, a group of people establish an agreement, is they're pendulums. We have pendulums, okay? So when a group of people agree to a certain belief, then it manifests into reality. And there's negative pendulums and there's positive pendulums. Like an example would be the Republican Party is a pendulum. The Democratic Party is a pendulum. Um, And what we give our energy to is um, we can either give our energy towards a pendulum of something that we want to intend to manifest, or if we're fighting a pendulum and and we we still wind up giving our energy to it, but instead we wind up giving away our energy instead of being able to use it to create
0: incredible right so there's that idea of if you're going to manifest something think about what you do want not like oh i hope this doesn't happen you're going this is what this this is the direction i'm going
2: in and so once you reach a critical load In um, where enough people believe a specific thing, that's when a manifestation occurs. So as far as the planet is concerned, if we can get enough people on a belief level, then we can create what future is actually manifested on the planet.
0: I love it, you know, which makes so much sense because I I recently read an article. Mark Sims put up a little uh, screenshot of this article that was up and it said that 399 uh, UFOs were reported in the month of July, and I thought, how beautiful is that? We just had the harmonic convergence between the July 5th and the 14th where we're we're putting out that intention of inviting our star star family to show up. And so it was really cool to see that connection. It really was so exciting. So uh, so Blythe, have you had uh, UFO experiences?
1: Um, let's see. I think I told you about the one time that I saw the flying saucer. I might have mentioned that, uh, but it wasn't, well, okay. So first of all, it wasn't flying, but it was on like a, it was, I think it was like CHP was like escorting this thing that straight up looked like a flying saucer. Um, a bunch of cars were in front of it and behind it. And this was just when I was on the way home from Vegas with my mother and I was asleep and she literally woke me up and she's like, Tess, you have to see this. And um, I wake up and I look over to the side and it literally looked like a flying saucer and the CHP was, like, escorting it. And it was, like, covered by something, but it straight up legitimately looked like a saucer. So that's my only um, experience of seeing something of that nature. Uh, and again, it wasn't in the air, but it did look very, you know, suspiciously like a saucer. Mm-hmm.
0: Right when they got all those protections around it, you're wondering yeah. what really is under that. Well, and I mean, <laughs> you can
1: see the sides of it, and so it was just like, oh, I don't know, it was very strange. We had never seen anything like that.
2: And you know, my other, I had two experiences with um, the harmonic convergence, and the second one was being woke up after we did that three a.m. meditation. And I had, you know, gone to sleep, and uh, I woke up to this like. Vibration going through my body in this light and um, my dog was barking (laughs) that's you so my dog sensed it you know and when I sat up and looked um, there was these um, um, geometric shapes that were like in the air around just floating in the air and when I was describing it to Mark Sims he goes oh that was a portal
0: (laughs) wow wow so did did that look different to you than the grid that the that you were using? Yes, used to it was completely were... different.
2: It was like um, because he was when Mark Sims explained it, he was basically saying it was like a five dimensional object being projected into the third dimensional plane. So what I was seeing were these geometric shapes. Um, so it was like like a circle with these shapes be floating in the air around um, like a a beam. You
0: know, amazing. Now, okay. So, does the grid? So, with something like that, because we always hear about this uh, about sacred geometry. Uh, um, um, were, were any of those? Was any of that? Uh, uh, how the sacred geometry was any of that sort of familiar in in the in what you saw there?
2: Um, yeah, the. the the geometric shapes where i knew exactly what they were and they were different shapes and it was kind of weird because they were like floating in the air um i've had experiences with tests where i've even gotten to the place where i've been outside of meditation where i can literally see everything hanging like i've been in my apartment and one day i was just laughing because i could see everything literally hang in space in the space time where nothing was really attached to anything it was kind of like being in one of the Twilight Zone videos where you could literally sense everything just being in space, you know?
0: Whoa. Wow. So, so okay. Um, now, I would imagine that, that uh, having a kind of relationship with, with the all that is in this fashion, I can imagine that this could also jumpstart some really interesting <laughs> dreams, too.
2: Yeah. Right? um and part of that is lucid dreaming so people don't realize that lucid dreaming remote viewing and astral projection are all types of astral projection um and lucid dreaming actually you can incorporate lucid dreaming in with transurfing. surfing so um it's basically a time period um, before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning, when your brain is still within a, a certain frequency, that you're able to do what we, they call the slide you know, part of the slide and part of visualization. The slide is where you actually manage um, the feeling, what it would feel like to be what you're trying, your intention is so the visualization you can use with lucid dreaming where you're actually that period before you go to sleep you're envisioning what you want your intention to be what you're trying to create if you're trying to manifest your partner your perfect life partner then you visualize what it would be like to live with that person what it feels like when you wake up in the morning um different events like having lunch with them what people would say um, so by doing this it does your mind it doesn't matter if it's it can't tell the difference between what's going on in reality or whether it's something that's created by the mind as long as your heart and your mind have coherence so if you can feel what you're trying to intend that is the key to the actual ability to manifest it to actually create it within um, in time and so Like, you can also use different, so you could go to a place where you felt this real enjoy and real excitement that was at, Um, maybe you went to a concert or to a sporting event and you can literally remember or an animal or some feeling you had when your child was born. You can literally go back and just feel that emotion from when you were actually doing that and take that emotion and move it and then feel that in what you're intending and what you're trying to create and so that basically is the ability to utilize energy and frequencies to create what you want to create because transurfing, you actually and especially if you want to do quantum jumping and stuff, you actually have to use a certain amount of energy to do that so um, there's you know, they used to use qigong, which is a way to generate body ener- energy within your body. Um, spinning your macabas when you're doing the meditation. Um, actually, technically, you can spin your macabas. And they were talking about in transurfing. In the law of one, talks about it that the way you would have to be able to go into a spaceship is you would literally have to. You you can generate a force field within your body. With your makabas and people don't realize that
1: have you heard about the um thing you know w- when you're activating your makaba how these black helicopters will start flying overhead
2: <laughs> um you know that happened with mark sims when we were doing that meditation it one happened day. with
1: me it was <laughs> wild
2: and yeah so oh, your Merkaba and that was one of the things about Brian Scott was talking about I and mean, he was trying to figure out how to do it I'm like it's like storm energy because I was watching you know Haman um, the physicist and you know when I was doing these meditations I intuitively will sense things so I'm like standing there and I'm feeling it like a tornado when you activate your Merkabas it spins like a tornado because you have three different vortices spinning in different directions right and so, Brian, my friend Brian Scott, was trying to figure out, you know, well, how do you get the energy? I'm like, stick your hands out like they did in um, oh, the series with Wolverine, you know, and I'm like, put your hands out and think. <laughs> um, a, 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 Incredible. A thunderstorm um, when lightning strikes, it creates antimatter. So if, when you literally stick your hands out, you can, and because all of the energy is in the, in the zero point field in space, there is more energy in space than anything else. It's, you just, that's what everything is created out of. So by literally tapping into the field, you can, you know, just literally imagine yourself being charged by it.
0: Wow. So, so Blythe, when you were saying with when you were spinning the macabre, m- macabra mm-hmm. and and you saw the black helicopters, what what was the what was the, where were you sitting? Okay, I'm, I'm trying so to, I, I, was visualize I was basically I was in a What's, park
1: uh, and I was doing you know this activations you know meditation with um, my friend Jovan, and we're just like in the park, you know, trying to do this merkaba activation, uh, meditating and. I had heard, um, you know, just from the internet that people had had this black helicopter experience. I was like, that sounds crazy. Like that's not going to happen. Um, and then, you know, we're meditating and these helicopters, these black helicopters start flying above us and circling right over where we are. And this is again, a park. Um, and it was just so bizarre. And they, they stayed there for quite a while. Like, you know, I, you know, it wasn't like they were just trying to like pass the area. It wasn't just like they flew above and then left. They kind of circled around for a minute. So mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. I was just, you know, I was shocked because I thought that, you know, that wouldn't actually happen, but it did. So I think that there are, you know, agencies that can definitely detect that kind mm-hmm. of energy um, yeah. coming from you know wherever it's coming from, and they, they must be just trying to figure out what it is. Right.
2: Well, you're creating a torsion wow. field, so yeah, that's a huge amount of energy. And um, so when we when you're doing your meditations and your visualizations, um, and you, you build up this energy in your body, and so before you activate your plat, when you visualize what you want and activate your plat, and then fall in or jump into that reality. Um, The amount of energy that it takes to that was part of the group visualization. You know, when I had did it with the group, they were like amazed at the amount of energy that they literally brought up within their own body. Um, They could feel it and then they sent that energy, that um, out into the universe as um, the visualization of what they wanted to see occur.
0: Oh my gosh, this is incredible! Now, Deirdre, where, it, you, where, where can people find the the group that you're referring to? Is this is this by like you know, if is it by referral basis? Is it something that people can just sign up for?
2: Um, um both both groups you know, reality. Um, tv is um on youtube and brian scott is realityrevolution.com or he's on facebook at the reality revolution he also um releases his podcasts and meditations on youtube fantastic
0: this is great my god this i i can't tell you how much i'm buzzing (laughs) right now just with all this information i love this i love this now Blythe what what what's your recent song that's out because um, we got about uh, about about eight minutes here before it, it hangs up on me but um, hangs up on us but um, what's what's the recent uh, song that you have and how okay how can so my hear it?
1: most recent song is called siren uh, it's about the myth and the archetype of the siren who you know lures sailors out to sea and then um, yeah you know basically leads them to their deaths and I was like I think it'd be fun to you know do some songs about these archetypes because I think they're so relevant and um you know when people start seeing the archetypes in their own life and in mythology and in all these stories um they they start to you know have a a better understanding of the way that the world works and so um, yeah, I wanted to do a song about this one. You can find it on Spotify, on Apple Music, um, on all the streaming services. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's basically all <laughs> about it. Yeah.
0: No, Now, do you have any plans of writing any books about any of your experiences, um, Blake? At
1: some point, yeah, for sure. Because I've just had so many strange experiences in terms of, especially my synchronicities, like it'll just be some crazy stuff and like life will just lead me to the craziest places to befriending the exact people that I need to be friends with in order for like this other thing to happen and it's just been this whole saga and I think I told you about my whole 777 saga a while back and I'll see I'll see you know 777 um in these very just strange ways or you know like you know, I'll meet someone and and they'll have seven, seven, seven in their number. And then that person will end up again, having all kinds of other synchronicities with me and then ending up being my best friend and just all kinds of weird stuff. So it's been, it's been a journey. Um, And, you know, just following it along. So, and creating, you know, co-creating with it as I go.
0: I love it. I love the synchronicities. Now, do you, Dre, do you, do you find that a lot more synchronicities pop up in your life when you're uh, uh, when you're involved with reality transfer? Um, yeah, they
2: do because you, the universe and the source they're there to support you. And so when you one of the things like she's talking about in, in Tufty is um, realizing that you're in a script, and how you actually activate what you're in is to step back and say, "I see myself and I see reality." because it's the only way we can change it is to actually um, see the broad picture of it and to step back from it and at that point then we're able to realize oh look there's a pendulum going right here i you know you can and how you actually nullify a pendulum is you do the opposite or you ignore it you know and so by not engaging with it is the only way that you can prevent a pendulum from taking your energy. So um, as she's saying, that's part of it is to realizing that we're in a script and that we have the ability to control what goes on in that but only if we're aware in our present moment.
0: <laughs> I just love it. I, 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 oh, there's some, some of the most delicious material I could, I could ever ingest is the synchronicities. Cause the more that I'm, you know, finding that I'm in my intuition and I'm going, hmm, what's over here? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The it just leads you to the gold mine. Now, now, do you have any uh, uh, plans on publishing any books or writing about any of your experiences, to your Um,
2: Yeah, but not, like she said, at the present moment. I am, um, mm-hmm. at the moment, um, absorbing what the universe is giving and showing me, and um, so um, I actually have multiple degrees. One of mine is also in communication and broadcasting, so probably eventually I will. But um, at the moment, I am just um, absorbing and taking in what the universe is teaching me. And I i mean, I just want to encourage everybody to realize that if you want to play with the universe, the universe will play back with you. And um, oh, I mean, I've had some crazy experiences. Like um, if you realize that you set something down when you're in a higher frequency, sometimes it you, it's not where you thought you put it. And you realize that, oh, I set that down when I was in 5D and now, now I'm back in 3. Um, I kind to call things back, you know. And one time, you either have to go to that frequency and retrieve it because you know you stuck something down on top of it, but it's not there right now. Gosh. I was looking for my mascara, and I knew where I set it down, you know, and I said, it's in the universe. Okay, give it back, right? Literally, I was joking and laughed and said, give it back. Well, it threw it at me. I saw it fall out from the bottom <laughs> of the shelf. Like, God, out of a shelf. and falling on the floor, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. I've had crazy I stuff like that happen,
1: too, with, like, just, um, yeah. yeah, one of my pairs of glasses got broken, um, and I... Thought that I, I was like I'm not gonna be able to drive home because I can't see. But then, um you know, I had checked before because I'll sometimes like have two pairs, and the pair of glasses was not there. And then when I checked again, it was there, and so I yeah manifested glasses out of nowhere basically.
0: Man, I love it. Ah. Oh. Oh, my God. Ladies, thank you so much for, for carving time out of your day to talk about this cosmic wisdom. It's just, it's so enlightening. I can't wait to share this. It's going to go out to probably 30 different uh, podcast apps. Um, actually, any, anywhere that uh, people listen to their favorite podcasts. So it'll be on Spotify and TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a whole bunch of places. So um, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, I, well, I just love this. Yeah,
2: thank you. It was nice meeting you Blythe. I will definitely go check out your song on Amazon. Nice meeting you as well. I I definitely want to check out these
1: like reality trans-serving groups also cuz I have watched uh Renee Garcia's YouTube and I love that. Um and yeah, I'll have to I'll have to like check all that kind of stuff out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I do love Aaron Abke, too. I listened to his stuff so.
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
2: Well,
0: thank you, ladies. I, I, you have given me so much knowledge here. And just imagine if this was taught in schools to little kids at an early age learning how to reality transfer. Yeah. Holy moly. That would be <laughs> awesome. That would be so cool. All right, ladies. Well, you have a great day. And uh, and I'll, I'll pass this link out. Right. Thank you. Have up. a
1: great day, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Right. Bye. Hi. It's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto.